I'm Kurt Benkert, and this is Pocket Presence, powered by Sleeper. Here we go. Rise and shine, everyone. Happy Tuesday. Another beautiful episode, another beautiful day to have an episode of Pocket Presence. We had another crazy week leading up through the Sunday action, and we're just going to jump right in. The Eagles dropping two in a row, going through their gauntlet. Cowboys looking like they're him. I'll say it right now. The Cowboys look like probably the most explosive team in the NFL, I'd say, on both sides of the ball. The 49ers are up there, obviously, but I don't know at this point in the season who is the better team. The Cowboys' defense is creating turnovers all over the place against good teams now. The 49ers' defense, obviously, is also really good, but those two are top dogs in the NFL for sure. The AFC is struggling, and we are heating up in the December playoff race A lot of hopes and dreams are alive. A lot of teams are falling short. There's a lot at stake over these next few weeks, and we need to talk about it. So there's no better way than to kick off this episode by going straight into what my power rankings are in the NFL leading into this next week. I believe it's week 15 now. Times are flying. Fantasy football seasons are here. But if I'm going top dog in the NFL right now, it's the San Francisco 49ers at 10-3. and They're rolling. I think they have the most complete team in the NFL. But it's very close between them and the number two team, the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas is rolling. They finally got a huge win at home. If Dallas can find a way to have more home playoff games or just play in turf in general, they might make it to a Super Bowl. They look really good in their home stadium. Obviously, they win every game there. But they just look better on turf than they do on grass. And I think that's something to note as these playoff games come rolling around. So keep your eyes on it. The number three team in the NFL For me, the Baltimore Ravens, I don't know what it is about them. They're gritty. They have a really good defense for the most part. They got exposed a little bit from the Rams this past week, but the Ravens are sneaky, sturdy, and they are a weird matchup for teams to play against with how Lamar plays quarterback and how they run their offense. So I'm going to have them in the three slot. Then I'm going to move to the four slot. I'm going to say Miami Dolphins just because of what I think they are able to do. I think if they get a home game in the playoffs, I think that they could also be a problem. They're going to have a home game or two probably. But if they don't have to play in cold weather, I like them a lot. Then moving down to number five, give me the Eagles. I still think the Eagles, fifth best team in the NFL. They just look hurt right now. They look tired. They look slow. They don't look like the Eagles that we know and love. They need a break. I don't know if they're going to get it. That buy is kind of slipping away from them. Doesn't look too good. But they need something. They need to get their guys healthy. They need to get their feet back under them. They've been in the gauntlet. The rest of their schedule should be pretty easy. Hopefully, they're at a point where they can rest some guys and not really risk some playoff status, any playoff positioning, because right now, they're the number one team in the NFL, in my opinion, that looks like they need a break. Then, let's go to number six. This might surprise some people. But I think the Cleveland Browns are number six right now. Their defense is playing well, and Joe Flacco has them looking alive. They have a really good run game. Flacco matches up really well with what they do on offense, just being able to sling it downfield, hand it off when he needs to, check it down to the running backs in space. They just find ways to win. And right now, as you know, once you get into the playoffs, defense really matters. And they have one of the better units in the NFL. So keep an eye out for the Browns. I have them at six right now. They probably won't be six by the end of the year just because some of these better teams, in my opinion, quote, better teams, the Chiefs, the Bills, 
they're kind of, you know, fighting their way through, but I have the Browns at six. Then I'm going to do it. I'm going to put the Chiefs at seven. I know the Chiefs just lost a game. I don't love the Chiefs, and I think I've made it really clear, but I still think they're one of the better teams in the league. They're eight and five. Like, they've lost some close ones. They've won some close ones. They've been dealing with some injuries. I'm going to put them at seven for now, but I don't know if they're going to be there for long. And soon we're going to find out because the Denver Broncos are only one game behind in that division, and it could get really, really tricky by the end of the year. Now eight. This might come to a surprise, but recency bias, how are teams playing late in the stretch? I'm going to go the Green Bay Packers at eight. They're playing their best football right now against good teams. And they're trending in the right direction. I almost put them over the Chiefs, but they do have a little bit of a, a hurdle to go through with their record as it stands right now. They should make the playoffs, but I'm going to put the Packers at eight. I could see them being like a top six team by the time January rolls around and playoffs are starting. And people aren't going to like that. People do not want to have to play the Packers in the playoffs with a team that is just starting to accelerate. So keep an eye out for that Packers at eight, which leads me to my next point. The Detroit Lions, even though they're 9-4, and four, they are losing some bad games right now. They're not playing good football over the last four weeks. I'm going to put them at 9. I think that they're going to be with a better record than the Packers by the end, of the end of the year. They have a head start right now, but they don't look like a great team. They're a playoff team, but I don't know, man. I'm not sold, and I think their defense is a true liability. So I'm going to leave Lions at 9, but... I could see them this year being a first-round exit, which is crazy because they were playing such good football early in the year. But Lions at 9. And then grabbing my 10th spot. Right now, I'm going to have to go with the Cincinnati Bengals in my 10th spot. And I almost had the Bills there. I think the Bills are playing really good football. They've come close in a few games, but they got a long shot for the playoffs. And they're going through a gauntlet now soon. I actually like the Bengals at 7-6. and six. I think Jake Browning is playing good football. I know he just had an injury. We'll find out what the deal is. By the time this episode goes out, we will probably already know what the deal is. But A.J. McCarron, if he has to go in, XFL, was he? Was he the MVP? I don't know if he's the MVP, but he was balling in the XFL last year. Their season's not lost. They have a good roster. If they have a guy that's willing to sling it around back there, I think they can do all right. And right now, they're kind of like one of those teams. They're like the Browns. They're just finding ways to win. So give me the Bengals with the Bills as a close second, but Bengals taking that 10th spot. And the Jacksonville Jaguars somewhere in that top 12, but I don't know, man. Those are my top 10. I really like them right now. I think that they're solid. We'll see how it all shakes out in January. It's going to be a crazy stretch of the NFL year. This is the first year that I feel like we don't know who's who entirely in that like top, I don't know, eight really. So it's fun to watch. We know that it's not just the Chiefs rolling every single year, which I'm thankful to see. I still want to see the Chiefs have a good playoff run just because it makes football better when Mahomes is playing better. We got some young stars stepping up. We got young teams that are jumping into the spotlight. It's a fun time to be an NFL fan, and I'm here for it. It's really cool to be on this side of the league, in the media side, being able to follow along as if I'm a fan a little bit, maybe more informed fan, but I've been enjoying it. And I can't wait to see how this stuff shakes out. Now that we've got that out of the way, we need to jump to our next topic. Who is this year's NFL MVP? And you know, I think right now, you can throw probably five guys up into that category. And I'm going to take CJ Stroud out of there now. He's been on it for a while. He's had a great year. He just got injured, but he has two of his top targets out now. And it looked really rough against the Jets the other day. I think that's officially 
solidifying that his MVP race is done. He should still get rookie of the year because it's been a hell of a year. I don't really want to watch the Texans without their two top receiving targets. And I don't think CJ Stroud wants that either. So really important to watch down the stretch, see what they do, but he is out of it. And moving into what I think is the true NFL MVP race this year. Right now, the favorite, in my opinion, is Dak Prescott. He's having a hell of a year. He's playing lights out. He's elevating the guys around him, and he's making plays in key situations with his arm, with his feet. And I don't know if you can find a better quarterback this year throwing a seam ball or anything down the middle of the field better than he is. He's on fire, and he even talked about it. He talked about his footwork, tying in with how playing the game the right way in the West Coast system, and how he doesn't even know how he played football before without completely changing his feet this year. Owning the offense, even down to his cadence, man. He is playing the game within the game, and it's so fun to watch. And I feel like he has just unlocked that next level of football for himself that he will be playing for a really long time, which is amazing to see. So Dak Prescott, number one, he's my MVP for right now. Coming in at a close second, Brock Purdy. Everybody wants to talk about CMC, Debo Samuel, all those guys around him. Brock Purdy's slinging it. He's making plays all over the field, short, deep, scramble. He's playing really good football, and that team would not be where they are without him. And he is my second in the running in MVP. And then third, give me Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, in my opinion, if this was not really a quarterback award, would have won MVP this year with how he's playing on offense. He is the sole reason why the Dolphins are who they are right now. He is single-handedly beating entire teams receiving rooms and yards by himself. Many teams around the league can't keep up with him with all their guys on deck, and he is a walking explosive play, obviously. If this wasn't a quarterback award, or if Dak were to get hurt, or Purdy get hurt, this would be Tyreek's immediately if both those guys are not in the conversation, but they're quarterbacks, so I'm going to give it to him. But Tyreek Hill, honorable mention, he should have most valuable player that's not a quarterback award just for him because he is lights out. Also, I'm going to give an honorable mention to CMC, Christian McCaffrey. He is he's a stud, man. He's making so many big plays. He's been doing it since he showed up with the 49ers, and he was doing it way before that with the Panthers. But now that he has guys around him, Trent Williams on the left side, Debo Samuel to take a load off, Brock Purdy slinging it, Christian McCaffrey could be playing good football for the next four to five years if he can stay healthy, and I'm here for it. I love it. Shout out CMC. We've gone through some of the rankings, kind of where is the NFL right now? We have a few weeks left in the season. Right now, we're in week 15. We have 15, 16, 17, and 18. We have four weeks left in the NFL. Fantasy football is heating up. Playoffs are here. Right now, it's like whoever you got, you got. There's not there's not much on the waivers that can really change the outcome of your season, can really give you that big of a bump. Maybe a receiver here or there that's just a plug-in for an injured guy. But for me, man, what I'm looking at is what are the defensive matchups I can grab each week? Maybe a kicker. I have like a few rotations of kickers that I like to go through that are actually on my bench right now, just depending on the week. Shout out Justin Tucker for being the GOAT. But I got Tucker, Sanders, like I got a few of them. But if you're in the fantasy playoffs right now, your team probably heated up at the right time and you probably got a good formula going for you. But the way that I see it, man, you got to roll with what you got because there's like nobody on waivers in my 12 man leagues. I was able to pick up Matt Stafford and that was about it. And I picked him up last week. You'll probably, he's probably not even available in most leagues at this point. A sneaky guy that if you need a quarterback, you got to get him. I actually kind of like Desmond Ritter. He's playing good football right now. Wildly enough. He had a pretty big game last week. 40. 
attempts, 26 completions, 347 yards and a touchdown. Plus he had a rushing touchdown. Like Desmond Ritter's got a favorable schedule the next few weeks. You need a quarterback. That's the other guy that I would grab behind Stafford. But besides that, man, I don't know. I don't see many running backs. I don't see any receivers. It's just, it's, you're kind of, you're kind of stuck with what you got. So good luck to you guys. That's the fantasy advice that I have for you this week. It's not a whole lot, but kickers, defenses, and maybe sneaky quarterback, but good luck because I'm in the same boat here. We do have a crazy week coming up, though. We have we have some matchups that are going to be like really, really key for these playoff implications. We got Broncos-Lions, which I don't know, man. We'll see how it opens up to the public, but the Lions are at home. They should be favored, maybe. But the Broncos are playing good football right now. I actually think the Broncos are the better team, all things considered. How they're playing defense, how they're controlling the ball. And Russell Wilson's making plays, dude. Russell Wilson is actually making plays more so than he has been all year. He's been efficient all year. Made a few plays here and there. But in that game last week, he was really balling. And Cortland Sutton's coming alive. They're taking advantage of mismatches and deep shots. I think the Broncos are kind of heating up at the right time. We'll see how it plays out, but I wouldn't be shocked to see the Broncos kind of take this one this week. Then you also have another pretty important game coming up. You have the Ravens and the Jaguars. This is going to be really important for the seeding in the playoffs this year. It's in Jacksonville. Jaguars are coming off of a few game skid. The Ravens are just finding ways to win games, but they're not like blowing anybody out. I got that one circled for this week because that's going to change a lot in the playoff race coming down to the wire. Then we have the Vikings and the Bengals who are just barely there. Like that game, even though it's not in conference, is going to change. every Each one of those teams needs their win. That's a big one in Cincinnati. And then we have the Steelers and the Colts. The Steelers, man, I've been saying it since the beginning of the year. The Steelers are the most fraudulent over 500 team that I've ever seen. And it's all going to come down this week. And I think it's, I don't see a way that they win this game against the Colts. The Colts lost a tough game last week, but the Colts are one of those teams that can pop off at any point in time. If they can neutralize TJ Watt in that pass rush, I think Gardner Minshew is going to have a big day, and the Steelers won't be able to compete. They won't be able to keep up. And the Colts, again, are going to find a way to just keep etching a win. Win, loss, win, loss. And the Steelers, I don't see a path to the playoffs for them, so you can write that one in the book. And then last but not least, honestly, no. We have two, we have two more games this week. This... This Sunday night, Monday night stretch next week, it's going to be kind of wild. We have the Cowboys going up to Buffalo. And again, I know the Cowboys are balling right now, but I want to see how the Cowboys play in cold weather. December 17th, Sunday afternoon. I just, I don't know. I don't know. That's, that seems like a trap game to me. The Bills need it. The Bills are playing good football right now. They barely lost the Eagles. They beat the Chiefs. Like The Bills get to go back home. Give me a snow game. Give me a December 17th snow game. I like the Cowboys, but if there's going to be a game that they could drop in this stretch, I think it's going to be this one to the Bills. Just this one feels a little bit like a trap game. So I'll, I mean, like everybody else, I'm going to have my popcorn out. Can't wait to see how it plays out. And then again, Eagles, can they stop the skid? They're on a two game skid and now they head to Seattle. In Seattle, it's a tough place to play. Seattle's not playing their best ball. But again, this feels like a sneaky game to me. I think the Eagles should win this. They're a better team than Seattle. But watch out. It's going to be another wild Sunday slate. Leading into Monday, I can't wait to watch it, man. I'm so excited 
to enjoy this last final stretch of the NFL regular season with you guys, to give you commentary all the way, to break things down and give you a little bit of perspective and how I see it. I'm excited and I hope you guys are too. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate you guys being here. If you're enjoying the podcast, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Music, anywhere that you are, Apple Podcasts, hit that five-star review button. Maybe give us some feedback. I love it all. Shout out to you guys. We will have more coming soon. See ya.